It's just a great day, folks, for us to gather, to celebrate. Um, it's really interesting that uh, I, I love asking folks sometimes why they're here. Okay? I, I say, well, why are you here? All right, well, here, here you go. God wants us to come together to worship. God has blessed us, loved us. If you are in Christ, he, is, he has given you this salvation and redemption. And, and what we have and what we've been doing all year long is working through the Word of God. From Genesis to Revelation, we are working through this Word. This is the Word of God. It's not that it simply contains the Word of God. It is the Word of God. And we believe it, and we follow it, and we preach it. And so, so we're working through. We have the fact that God has said it. God has spoken everything we see in creation. God's, let there be light, light. You know, uh, we, can, we can go ahead and let there be a tree, tree. God spoke creation into existence. And, and, and we believe that, all right? Uh, God has given us his written word. You know, I said before, like 40 different writers, but one author. You know, God is the author of his word. And, and so he's, he's preserved it and protected it for us throughout the centuries so that we can read confidently what it is that he has given for us to read at any time, right? We also have God's living word. So that's why the message is all, the living word is Jesus, by the way. I don't want to leave that unsaid. All right, living word, Jesus, all righty? So God said it. God has spoken. All right? That is where we place our confidence. That is where we find our hope is in God and what he has said to us. What are some of the things he's promised us? That's what we want to look at this morning because when God speaks, we don't need to miss it. We need to be paying attention. We need to be obeying when God speaks. And we live in a world that rejects what God has said. We live in a culture that denies what God has said. Matter of fact, they want us to believe what they're saying. And, and, and I've been telling you all year long, and here we are at the end of February, I've been telling you, if you spend time watching the news, read this more. If you, if you spend time in cultural conversations, read this more. Okay? If, if you like hanging out around current events, read this more. Okay, because this speaks to all of that. God speaks to all of those things. So here's the question this morning. Where's the trust? If God has said it, do you trust what he has said? We are in Deuteronomy chapter 1. We're going to start in verse 19. It's quite a, a lengthy little passage. I mean, it's about, I don't know, 25 verses or so. And, and we're going to read it all because this is um, kind of where we are in the read through the Bible plan. Okay, pray with me before we read it, all righty? God, I want to praise you and thank you uh, for the confidence, God, that, that we can have. And, and God, I pray that we do have in what you have said to us. God, we can, we can abide in your word. God, that's what Jesus told us to do. If you abide in my word, you really are my disciples. So God, help us to abide in your word. Help us to listen and pay attention and obey. And, and God, I just thank you that we can gather this morning with, with a sense of enthusiasm about what you've said to us. That, God, we can be excited about walking and talking with you each day and, and that we can come together for this purpose of worship because we want it to be the expression of our worship that we love you first and most and best. So, God, thank you. 
Thank you for meeting with us today, and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, here's the passage. Ready? Uh, hang in there with me. When we then set out from Oreb and went across all the great and terrible wilderness you saw on the way to the hill country of the Amorites, just as the Lord our God had commanded us. Repeat. Ready? Just as the Lord our God had commanded us. When we reached Kadesh Barnea, I said to you, you have reached the hill country of the Amorites, which the Lord our God is giving us. See, the Lord your God has set the land before you go up and take possession of it as the Lord the as the Lord the God of your ancestors has told you all right so God commanded God told do not be afraid or discouraged okie dokie then all of you approached me and said let's send men ahead of us so that they may explore the land for us and bring us back a report about the route we should go up and the cities we will come to the plan seemed good to me Moses said so I selected 12 men from among you one man for each tribe they left and went up into the hill country and came to the Eshol Valley, scouting the land. They took some of the fruit from the land in their hands, carried it down to us, and brought us back a report. The land the Lord our God is giving us is good, right? But you were not willing to go up. You rebelled against the command of the Lord your God. You grumbled in your tents and said, The Lord brought us out of, Egypt, out of the land of Egypt to hand us over to the Amorites in order to destroy us because he hates us. Where can we go? Our brothers have made us lose heart, saying the people are larger and taller than we are. The cities are large, fortified to the heavens. We also, we also saw the descendants of the Anakim there. So I said to you, don't be terrified or afraid of them. The Lord your God who goes before you will fight for you just as you saw him do for you in Egypt. And you saw the wilderness how the Lord your God carried you as a man carries his son all along the way you traveled until you reached this place. But in spite of this, you did not trust the Lord your God. Verse 32 again. But in spite of this, you did not trust the Lord your God who went before you on the journey to seek out a place for you to camp. He went in he went in the fire by night and in the cloud by day to guide you on the road where you were to travel. When the Lord heard your words, he grew angry and swore an oath. None of these men in this evil generation will see the good land I swore to give your ancestors except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, who will, he will see it and he will give, and I will give him and his descendants the land on which he has set his foot because he remained loyal to the Lord. You see this, this is, Deuteronomy is this, this second, second sort of law, second, uh, uh, Moses is explaining to this generation what God has said and done through the Exodus. So that's what Deuteronomy, the word Deuteronomy means the second law. All right, so God, so Moses is is sort of reiterating what it is that has already gone on because some of these people they weren't alive when it all happened. Okay, so the so he's he's telling them and essentially reminding them of what their ancestors, their parents had done, or better yet, what they hadn't done. Okay, I mean God had already said it. 
God had already pronounced it. God had already worked the miraculous. God had already done incredible things in the midst of his people. And yet they get to the wilderness of the Amorites or the hill country of the Amorites, the Kadesh Barnea the area. And they said, well, let's send some. God said, go take the land. They said, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's send some people over the hill to, to scout it out for us. Okay. So, so as we consider this, this, we didn't, this wasn't in our Sunday Bible reading as we made our way through Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers. And so in Deuteronomy, we get to catch up on it. And this is the summary account of the people's failure to enter the land and resist. And, and they resisted God because of, of the discouraging account of the spies. Here's, here's what it is. Moses is telling them, you rejected God. What does he mean by that? What does he mean when he says, you didn't do what God told you to do. You didn't listen to what God said to you. You didn't accomplish what God had set before you and promised you victory in. Folks, we live in a time when, when the discouragement that we hear around us is, 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 is heart-shattering. Okay? I mean, it just is, is I hear people, uh, the discouragement, and, and I love it that Trudy did the thing on hope this morning, because folks, if our hope is not in the Lord, if our hope is not in, in the God of creation, the God of the Bible, the God of salvation, and Jesus Christ who lived, died, rose again, so that we could have life. If that's not where your hope is, can I just tell you, you might not have hope tomorrow. You might not have it tomorrow. The world around you can come crashing down. I've been telling folks for, oh what, almost two full years now. <laughs> God knows me. God knows just how long I'm going to have to walk around and hang out with you folks. Okay, I trust what he says, not what the prevailing winds of culture say. Okay, so so when I'm looking at this, I, I, I'm seeing where God has told generations and hundreds of years of His people. I promised Abraham the land. I told Abraham to go out and look north, south, east, and west, and you'll have it as far as the eye can see. And this is the, the oral tradition of God's people that they, that they took into Egypt. And we already know that in Egypt they started worshiping idols. I mean, first thing they decided to do is make a cow. Right? Uh, and, and so they're, they're not listening and paying attention to what it is God has said into their lives. Folks, are you listening and paying attention to what God has said in your life? Am I? Are we living out the promises that God has given us. I, 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 all right, so here you go. I, I, I worded it this way. Uh, standing there in the hill country of the Amorites, getting ready to cross over the hills into the promised land that flows with milk and honey. And God is going, there, take that. I'm going before you. Wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let, 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 let's here you go listen to this now let's send some of the folks from among us now i'm gonna read this into it and you can condemn me if you want to but let's send some of the folks among us that we trust 
to go take a look at the land. You know, we, we, we trust old... Now, all right, so Joshua and Caleb brought back the right report. Uh, you know, but, but, but let, let, let's, let's send some of the folks from among us. I, we know what it is God said, but, but let's let somebody else go take a look. Let's listen to somebody else's report first. See? And so the, the 12 spies come back and 10 of them go, oh, it, it, it's everything God said it was. It's flowing with milk and honey. Now, can I just stop a minute and just tell you? I don't know what that looks like. I mean, I've heard this all my life. I grew up, oh, and, 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 and you know, I've told y'all before, I, I'm a Southern Baptist among Southern Baptists. But here you go. I don't know what a land flowing with milk and honey looks like. Okay, just, just point it out there. They obviously do because this is the report. It sounds rich. It sounds sweet. That's the honey part, right? <laughs> flowing with milk. What? So, so if we go get something to drink from the rock over the mountain, is it coming out milk or water? I, I don't know what this looks like. I just know that the impression that God has spoken into the generations of his people is that I am giving you a rich land. And if you keep reading in Deuteronomy, he's going to say, it's going to produce fruit. It's going to produce crops. It's going to give you everything because it is a blessed land. See that? Wait a minute. Tell you what. Jordan, why don't you go over there and tell me what you think of it? Because I trust you more than I trust God. God, you've told me you would keep me. You'd never leave me. You'd never forsake me. But wait a minute. I think I'll listen to the news tonight first and, and see what they say about my future, about my well-being, about my, <laughs> about my health. I'm going to believe what God says. They didn't. They didn't listen or give heed to the promises of God. So, so, so the backside of that statement is they ignored what God said. Folks, can I tell you something? Sure I can. I'm the one talking. <laughs> you can ignore the word of God if you want to. That won't go well for you. Won't go well for you. Okay? God had told them. Now, let me just tell you, I, I want to do a little side illustration right here. Do you know there's some things that God has said that I don't even have to pay attention to and I do it? Did y'all know that? Every morning when I become consciously awake, do y'all realize that I, I don't know if y'all do. No, I do know that you do. Every morning that I wake up consciously and go, that is trusting what God has said would be. God created all this. God created the perfect percentage mix of nitrogen and oxygen and whatever else is in our atmosphere that the moment I wake up, I can go, and there's life in that breath. See that? 
And, and God pronounced into this body that he designed and created and formed and breathed into. He said that body will breathe oxygen without you having to tell it to. Do you know that? My body does it. My body just goes, <gasps> I mean, I don't have to go, okay, okay, breathe. Now, now sometimes when I get a little overexcited, like right now, I have to go, slow down. Take a breath, right? But, but the things that God has pronounced happen, okay? The things that God has said happen. And if you find something in here that God has said, and you go, well, I hadn't done that <laughs> yet, okay? Yet. See, God's at work in the world around us. I, I, I look a lot of times through Scripture and I go, okay, God, what? I don't, understand, I don't understand a lot of what's going on. I admit it. I go, man, things are crazy. Well, you know what happened after they failed to take the land? You know what happened? Uh, God basically made the pronouncement and said, well, you disobeyed, you didn't listen, you're going to wander in the wilderness till you die. All of a sudden they go, no, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, we're sorry. Let's go take it. Let's go. And Moses goes, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Matter of fact, if you go try to take it now, the Lord is not among you. The Lord is not with you. You'll be defeated and scattered. And you know what happened? <laughs> they were defeated and scattered. And they wandered in that wilderness until it was time for the next generation to move up alongside of the, the promised land and to cross over the Jordan into the promised land. And he said, yeah, there are big people there. There are cities there. But I will go before you. Folks, what has God given us? What is, what, what is the pronouncement of our salvation? What is it that God has said about who you are? He, he, has, he has told us over and over again that we, we, we are blessed, that we are beloved, that, that He is with us, that He'll never leave us or forsake us, that he, he will fill us with His Spirit, that we can walk and talk and live in victory. But I see so many Christians just sort of adopting the defeat of the world. Folks, we're supposed to be living out our victory. We're supposed to, I, it surprises me sometimes. I mean, um, the, the point being is, is that we have a hope that the world doesn't have. But God has called us to show the world our hope. You've got to live it out out there. You've got to show people the, the hope and the promise of, of Christ in your life. And if you don't know Jesus, then guess what? I'll go ahead and tell you, you don't have it. You don't have that hope. See, you need Jesus. If you don't have Jesus, we want to introduce you this morning. I want to tell you about him. I want to tell you about the gospel, that Jesus loved you. I don't Whoever you are, I'll pick out just a single name. Don, right there. God loved Don so much that he sent Jesus, his only, 
only begotten, unique, one and only Son to die on the cross, to be buried, to raise from that grave, and to have victory over sin and death. That's what God's given us. Do you believe it? Are you living it? See, that's, that is a critical part of this thing. We have got to live our salvation. God's given it to you. Don't step back and go, I don't know. You know, I had a friend of mine go over the hill over there, and he was telling me things ain't that good over there. Who are you going to believe, God or not? Okay? See, we are blessed, folks. God has loved us. Now we got to love him back and act like it. Act like it, okay? So, there's the big challenge this morning. As we make our way through what God has said, don't miss it, okay? Don't miss what God has said. If you're not listening, then, then open your ears. Uh, Jesus says several times in the Old Testament, having ears hear, having eyes see. God does that by His Spirit. Who are you listening to? What are you watching? You're watching God work? You're listening to what God said. There is hope and confidence in God, not in this world. Okay? I mean, I, I look, I pay attention to the news. And a lot of times when I'm reading headlines, I just go, uh. and then I turn over in here and I go, yeah. <laughs> okay? This is our, God has given us hope. We have hope in God. Pay attention to what he's saying. All righty? All righty. We get to sing one more song, y'all. It's going to be fun. So, so I want you to enjoy praising God. But if you don't know Jesus, you have a tough time praising God. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. So we want you to know Jesus. If you don't know him, we want you to come on down here and we'll, we'll introduce you. Maybe you've got something else you want to pray about. Maybe, maybe you're living more of the defeat than you are the victory. I'll just tell you, that, that's when we let this fellowship and relationship with God get clouded by whatever we're listening to. But, but more times than not, it's clouded by sin and idolatry. Okay? Maybe you want to be a part of what God's doing here at the Gather. Now, we call that, you can come join if you want to. We've got little cards or something around here. Uh, anyway, you can come and be a part of what God's doing here at the Gathering because the, the kingdom is the focus. Loving God is the plan. And we want to do that here, out there, at your workplace, wherever you are. Okay? All right. Pray with me. God, thank you. Thank you that you've said some things that we can count on. Thank you, God, that you have shared. You have shared with us a hope. Not, not based on us and not based on the world around us, but, but you have communicated with us who you are. And it's in that that we have hope. God, help us to pay attention. Help us to listen. God, help us to surrender. Help us to obey. Thank you, God, that as we gather in this place, man, this is a, this is a great time. God, we get to come together and just sing and praise and understand that, God, you loved us. We, we are like that people standing in the hill country of the Amorites. And you have said, guess what? <laughs> the land is flowing with milk and honey. Take that. So God, help us to live that victory and not the discouragement that is all around us. I want to thank you. Thank you for every person here. You knew everybody. Where they, that, who would be here? 
God, you even knew where they'd be sitting. So God, speak to our hearts as we sing this song. And God, help us to understand what it is that you're asking of us and help us to answer. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.